out there, you may have seen this next artist when you scroll through your Instagram or your TikTok. She's an upcoming singer-songwriter out of Nashville. This is Tracy Lynn. How are you today, Tracy Lynn? Doing good. As you can see, I'm literally sitting in a room with a box behind me because I just recently moved, and I literally don't have a table to sit at. So I'm sitting in the room. I have my cat in one room, and then I have my dog in the other room because I also just got a cat recently, oh. and they, they're not meshing quite yet. So separation is key for the time being. <laughs> Makes sense to me, girl. Listen, as an animal lover, I totally understand. The more the merrier, but at the same time, they don't always feel that way. So, girl, yeah. I get it. It's time. It's just, well, you know, baby steps. They're slowly getting along, but that's I don't right. trust you with them yet. <laughs> well, to get a little, um, I don't want to say personal, but one of the most recent videos that you posted that I saw was you singing, sitting on your floor, a little Tennessee whiskey acoustic. <laughs> vibing with the uh with the sound of the the new space that you're in so congratulations on your move that's exciting yeah pretty much all of our rooms are empty this is just another empty room that i'm sitting in but this one has carpet so the sound's not quite as good but uh i haven't torn this carpet up yet so the one downstairs that i posted um i tore that carpet up and pulled mm -hmm. up about a it felt like ten thousand nails sanded, restained, and so before I put the furniture in there, I was like, I'm going to take full advantage of this. So yeah. this room will look like that eventually. It just, I don't feel like doing it right now. It's a lot of work, it is girl. A lot I of get work. It. It's back-breaking work, but it's worth it. I get it. Yes, I totally get it. Oh my gosh. Well, okay, I'll get back into some more personal stuff with you in a bit, but let's talk more about the music first. So I want to touch on your album that you have out, More Than a yeah. Bad Habit, um, with one of the lead singles off of that being um, Broadway Cowboy. Yeah. Tell me, you've gotten a lot of streams on this album, um, that song yeah. specifically, and then the title track as well. Tell me, yeah. what do you think has led to the success of this album already? Because I feel like it's it's dropped within the year, and so it's just kind of exploding as it's landing on all the streaming yeah. platforms so it's been out for probably i should pro I, I should know this like i want to say three four months so not mm -hmm. even half a year yet right um i hadn't released an ep yet up until that point it was all singles mm -hmm. uh, so it's like my debut ep which was pretty cool um i was on the single train for a while because i found yeah. that like you know songs to each their own, everyone's different, everyone has their own opinion, but I feel like when you put out a song, unless you're this, like, huge name in the music world, and you have that huge following, then if you release, like, an album, uh, a lot of good stuff gets lost in the mix of things, you know, versus, yeah. like, yeah. as an independent artist, if I release a single, then I can put, like, all my ammo behind it and give it the stage time, really, that it needs to see how it performs, really. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I don't know. It was time. I needed to put a collection together and put them all out. Um, and yeah, so I think my goal right now is to kind of do a similar process where I'll, you know, in the next year or so, I'll be releasing some singles and it'll eventually lead up to hopefully another album, album release or EP release, not sure, but yeah. something of that nature. I love to hear that though, because I feel like that's a very business-minded approach. Like, a lot of artists that I talk to do, like, single, 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 album drop. Single, 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 album drop. And then there's, like, yeah. 
really not a lot of, I, I, I'm with you though. I don't know. I feel like sometimes there's like a, a scheduled madness to it, but I love what you said about how sometimes in an album you get some songs that are like the deep cuts that nobody hears really, right. but you want right. to get them out there. Yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. They need time. Uh, like, you know, and it, like a lot of people too don't like, you know, Chris Stapleton or somebody or Casey Musgraves or Taylor Swift, for example, she could drop mm-hmm. a 20 song album and people are going to listen to that from start to end each individual oh, yeah. song versus like when you're an independent artist, it's kind of like, you know, you're still banking on that one song to do what you mm-hmm. need it to do. And so I know like good kind of crazy was a song. One of the first songs I ever put out when I moved to Nashville, like three yeah. years ago. And that one has performed the best. And it didn't even start exploding until like two and a half months in. Wow. So it's like, yeah. So like, you don't always know. I just feel like, again, this is just my opinion. I feel like it doesn't really matter the product you're putting out. If you're putting out the best cupcake in the world, right? Right. You need to like give it time to see what it's going to do before you just put something else out. Um, And with that comes like, you know, the proper marketing, TikTok. Instagram, all the social media stuff. So, but yeah, so that's kind of what I've been up to. Well, so then to segue a little bit from single to single, you kind of teased to me that you have another single coming out soon. Um, yeah. How about you tell the listeners out there a little bit about that? Yeah. So actually with this one, um, I wrote it for um, ABC's The Bachelor franchise. So I wrote it for them and they actually loved it. Um, It has not, I haven't been given any sort of thumbs up in regards to whether it's gonna get on the show, but I did get only amazing feedback from people within their franchise. And so instead of kind of waiting, I just wanted to put it out. And so it's gonna come out on Valentine's Day and it's called First I'm Gonna Kiss You, and I love it. I literally whipped this up in like two weeks. I wrote it, I, yeah, like someone on my team was like, look, like I had a show during CMA Fest and someone from, you know, that franchise was there. They watched me, they thought it was awesome. And basically it was just one of those things where it's like, this girl has all the components she needs to be successful. She just needs exposure. Don't we all? You know what I mean? Right. Um, For sure. So let's get her on the show. And at the time, I didn't have, uh, I I had like some love songs, but not one that would make sense. Like, you know how in the TV show, they always have like the singing slow dance moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's like an artist performing. And so that was Mm -hmm. kind of my goal for this. Or really just to have, you know, them to use at any capacity would be a dream. But I just decided like my bass player. It's actually, he was like, can you please release this? Like, I love it. Just release it. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll release it. So Valentine's Day, it worked perfectly. So it'll come out on Valentine's Day. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Oh, my gosh. And, like, yeah. let's, fingers crossed that this is going to wind up on The Bachelor. Like, I oh, my know, gosh. right? And so Even if it doesn't, I'm like, you know what? I could hear it on, like, a Hallmark movie or something. It's got to. Right. Um, mm-hmm. There's a life there for it. Yeah, definitely. Tell me how it compares writing a song that's kind of lovey-dovey, very sweet, very in your feels versus um, like Broadway Cowboy and, you know, all these um, good kind of crazy, that kind of stuff. Tell me about the difference. Um, 
I don't really know. I wouldn't say, I mean, the process is kind of the same. Yeah. Um, so it really, I don't have like a specific way. I get asked all the time, like, what's your writing process? How does it work? Like, is there any sort of like pattern there that you do? And it really isn't. I mean, sometimes the melody comes to me first and then sometimes like I'll just be out like more than a bad habit is a perfect example of this. Like, um, the name of my EP as well as the single more than a bad habit was I was sitting out at a tin roof, the infamous tin roof on Tin roof. Um, yeah. yeah. Little stomping grounds area. <laughs> uh, and I was standing at the bar and my husband was there and I think we were like with a group of friends and I overheard the guy next to me. Um, he turned to his friend and was like, Hey dude, I don't remember the girl's name. I'll just use Susie. Uh, is Susie going to come out tonight? Whatever. And he literally turned to his friend and word verbatim and was like, nah, bro, that's just a bad habit. And oh. so that's when, yeah, that part, right? That hit. Yes. And so that definitely sat with me. So I immediately like went in my phone and I wrote down like, more than a bad habit, bad habit, whatever. I just wanted to turn something into it. I was like, because I feel like of all the things, like, as a female, like, that is low. That's yeah. like, you can't even make that up. <laughs> like, that's good. And so that, yeah, that had an impact. And so that's really the big reason. If somebody were to take my phone and listen to, like, my voice memos or go in my notes, they would be like, this is crazy. <laughs> Like, it's just random thoughts everywhere in my voice memos. Like, sometimes my husband is like, you're so weird. Because, like, in the middle of the night, like, he'll think I'm sleeping. And then I'll lean over, I'll grab my phone, and I'll be like, and it'll be like a melody that comes to me. And I'm like, if I don't record it right now, it's gone. So he's like, oh, my God, I thought you were sleeping. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Oh, came to you in a dream. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm so glad that you told me the backstory of More Than a Bad Habit, though, because, like, I was, you know, in love with those lyrics when I heard it. But then now that I know the backstory, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. I love it. I love it. Love it. Um, Funny that you were talking about Tin Roof just a few seconds ago. Uh, So going through your social media again, (laughs) one of the funniest little videos that I found from you was the one where you're, like, sipping on some wine in your PJs, just vibing along. Oh, and yeah. everybody in the comment section was like, Shh, don't tell people where this place is. Um, because apparently oh, it's a yeah. it's a local hang. Yeah. That is not that's not Tin Roof. That's um what is it called? I went there because one of my good friends was playing that night. Uh wow. I can't think of the name of it, but when I do, I will send it to you. But it's <laughs> a little out of it's not downtown. It's like a right. good fifteen minutes outside the city. And it is like a pretty good hole in the wall but I went my friend was playing and I was like yeah I'll come support do they have wine I'm there yes. perfect yeah. well, so. we love a hole in the wall though like sometimes it's nice to just get away from the the hustle and the bustle of Broadway it, just... is. it yeah. is it definitely is that's why like I lived I lived downtown before we oh, moved wow. I won't say where I moved to but I moved you know a good 20 it's like maybe 20 minutes right outside the city yeah. and it's quiet. So I'm like, I have mm. access to go downtown, but don't have to go kind of thing. It's nice. Yeah. I grew up like on a ton of land, like kind of more in like a farm area. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm used to the quiet and not seeing my neighbors from my window, which I prefer. Um, <laughs> I have access to the craziness when I want to go, but when I come home, I like the quiet. That's right. So, yeah. okay, that just brought two little questions to my mind or two little conversation points. Um, you talked about a little bit from where where you're from. Um, knowing your bio, I saw that you're from Virginia, which I guess is kind of like a southern state if you think about it. Um, tell me a little bit more about your background. Like, when did you when did you decide to make the move to Nashville? Um, what did you do before you decided you wanted to be a musician? Tell me all the things. Yeah. So, um, I know, I feel like we just, like, jumped to the end of the timeline. Hi, I love it. No, it's great. Tracy Lynn, and I'm a country <laughs> artist. Uh, uh, so great. In Hampton Roads, like the Hampton Roads area, it's actually uh, called Chesapeake. I have been basically singing and performing on stage since I used seven as the age. I don't really remember exactly how old, but very, very little. Um, And I grew up surrounded by music pretty much my entire life. My dad, um, we like literally had a music room in my house growing up where we have like a a grand piano, a bunch of guitars. Um, And then my dad was always involved in music as well. So he it's more so he played saxophone for a little bit growing up and then he was in a boy band and now he plays banjo and we have a steel guitar. We play a little bit of everything. Um, but yeah, I made, I have been recording a little bit. I think the first time I went to the recording studio, I was probably like 10 or 11 and it was actually oh. here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents, I kind of always knew I want to do country music. So my parents, when I was like 10 or 11 years old, they're like, we'll go to Nashville, you know, we'll let you get in a studio just to, you know, little girl, big dream, live it out for a second. Um, And so I did. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just always knew I wanted to do country music. And so I made, I made the move with my husband about three, I'm sorry, my cat is like jumping around. He's so annoying. (laughs) I made the move with my husband, uh, almost four years ago, not quite. And yeah, he was like very skeptical about Nashville initially. And I told him like when I first met him, we've been together for like 10 years. Uh, I was like, look, I really like you, but if you're going to be with me, I just want to let you know, like I'm going to go to Nashville at some point. Cause like when I was living back home, I graduated college and then I moved back home, saved up some money and amidst doing all of that, I had a band and I was, doing shows on the weekends and then a full-time job on top of that. But if you're serious about country music and maybe not so much nowadays because of social media, but when I made the move, it was, if you're serious about it, you have to come here because it just, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're surrounding yourself with so many hands to shake, you know? And if you don't live here, then you don't have that opportunity. And I get like, Oh, you go viral on social media and get that record deal. You could, but you also could live here and also go viral and then go out, you know, to these showcases and say, Hey, to whoever's sitting next to you at the bar, because you don't know who they are. Yeah. And that's how I've met a lot of people. I remember for the, like the first couple of months, cause we moved here like right before COVID happened. So the first mm-hmm. couple of months we were here, I mean, I had this whole game plan. I was like, all right, I'm going to cook dinner at home, save some money. And then we're going to go out to a different bar every single night. And we're going to talk to whoever is sitting next to us. 
And that's what we did. And I remember, like, the first night we did it, I met the guy. We went to Red Door, which was also one of, like, my little shop. Yeah, we yeah. went to Red Door, and I started talking to the guy next to me. And he was the guy who wrote the Cheetah Girls. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you just never know. I mean, you just mm-hmm. meet people, and it's just one big network pool. And, you know, that a handshake goes further than a DM. Yeah. You know, sure. a direct message on social media. So, but, yeah. We're here. We are here to stay. And yeah. I love to hear that. Well, okay. So then that brings me to my second talking point, just because um, if you can't hear it in my accent, I'm a little Southern. Um, and I feel like Tracy Lynn is one of those, what we call double names, you know, yeah. um, is Tracy Lynn like a family name? Is it something that's just kind of always been... I don't know, something that's like a part of your family, or is it just something that your mama was like, I like the name Tracy Lynn. <laughs> Lynn, it's up to Lynn is actually my middle name. Uh-huh. Um, and I just kind of put them together. I was like, Tracy doesn't sound stage enough. I was like, let's put them together, <laughs> Tracy Lynn. And Tracy then Lynn, Lynn. Is, a, is a family name. Um, but yeah, so it's not quite a double name. It's mm-hmm. a middle name and a first name. But I just said, okay, here we go, Tracy Lynn. That works out great. I mean, still, though, like, I think um, when I think double names, I think it's like if you're if you're getting on to your kid or, or I'm a mom now. So, like, obviously, yeah. but like I have a daughter and her name is Alani, but I double named her with like whatever her middle name is. And I call her Lonnie J. So, like, if she's in trouble, I'm like, Lonnie J. You're just oh, yeah. da, 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 da. And so, that's how she knows. She's like, OK, mom is serious. She called that double name comes out. Yeah. And then if it's really bad, I like government name her, and that's terrible. But, you know, it's fine. (laughs) Anyway, oh, my gosh. Just had to bring that up. I thought that was funny. So, okay. Um, Talk to me a little bit about some of the upcoming performances that you have within the next, you know, few months, maybe in 2024, some stuff that you're looking forward to. Yeah, I have actually, I have a show in, I should know these dates, too. Uh, I have a show. I definitely should know them because I literally do all my own bookings. So <laughs> I have a show at the very beginning of February yeah. in Virginia. And then I have some shows in Florida, which is the place I love going. So Chase Rice actually opened a like a live music joint called uh, Welcome to the Farm. Cool. And so, yeah. And he's got a few locations and some of them are in Florida. I'm also playing at the Hard Rock in Florida. I try to something with me is I grew up like 20 minutes from the beach. And so I'm a huge beach person and we do not have that here in Nashville. So, (laughs) and I'm like, my whole personality is very revolved around the weather. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, living here that in January, February, March, even halfway through April, it is depressing and it is so cold. (laughs) So seasonal depression. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, January, February, March, I try to book as many shows in Florida as possible. Yeah, smart. And so I have like a handful of Florida shows coming up. And then there's a, a handful of shows that are uh, not completely solidified. But yeah, just kind of all over the place. And then I'm ready for like festival season. That's Heck always yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I've seen that you've played different festivals like Carolina Country Music Fest and some other ones there. Um, yeah. Do you have... Do you have a favorite festival that you've played so far? There is one in my hometown that I have played for the last two years, and it's called cool. Patriotic Festival. 
Yes. And it is massive. And the reason I love it so much is not because it's massive, but it's on a stage where I saw my first concert. So I saw Maroon 5 when I was like, probably like 10, 9, I don't know. Oh, and I remember yay. like, I was young enough to where the sound, it was so loud. And I was like in the nosebleeds where I was scared. It kind of scared me because I was like, this oh is gosh. so loud. Like the building's going to like fall. <laughs> um, but yeah, so to be able to go back to that huge arena and play on that same stage in my hometown is just euphoric. It's awesome. I've opened for John Party, Sam Smith, Jordan Davis, like all in this arena. Wow. Um, and then I hit, there's, there's other names too, but I love that. I love doing that. So that, you know, you can't top that. I love all the other festivals right. that I've played, like Georgia Country Music Festival, Carolina Country Music Festival. Those are like sisters. And then yeah. Barefoot is like also in that little family mm -hmm. of sister mm -hmm. festivals. But I love festivals. I don't love the heat. There have been a few times where this past summer I played a show and in the middle of my set, I had to step off because <laughs> I started to get nauseous. And granted, I'm completely sober. I did not drink anything except for water because it was like 100 degrees outside and yeah. I was already hot. And so I got up on stage and I was like nauseous, like out of nowhere in the middle of my set. And I was mm. like, oh, my God, I stepped off. I was just like, I'm sorry. Like, I got to step off for a second. And then I think it's like that's like a sign of like a heat stroke. Yeah. So I, I was right. like. Yeah, so I got off and I like drank water and then we came back up for like play ten more minutes and then I told the venue I was like, Look, I'm sorry, like I couldn't play the whole time. Like you don't have to you can cut back on what you pay me, whatever you need to do, like I understand. And they were like, Oh my god, no, we're just appreciative that you even played in the first place. And right. I was like, Yeah, like that was scary. And then I told my band too, I was like, If any point y'all don't feel good, just step off. You don't even Got have it. to yeah. yeah, so that that mm -hmm. gets kind of scary. The heat is real, for mm -hmm. sure. But you know, sure. it's all fun. <laughs> oh man, and I I'm sure like having all those people sing along with your songs and and vibe along with you at the festival probably helps too. So I get oh, it though. Yeah. I can't I can't take the heat. Mm -mm, no, no, um, I'm pretty good <laughs> with the heat. And just when you're bouncing, I'm like very. Um, active when I'm on stage like yeah. moving around as much as I can and so I hate not being able to do that if it's like too hot or something mm -hmm. but it's so much fun I mean I just love festivals like truly my favorite part about what I do is being on stage like wow. over everything else like I love being in the studio I love making music I love writing I love you know being involved in all the production but when you're on stage and you're just like creating a moment for somebody else and experience and you're making eye contact and it just like, that does it for me. Yeah. It's like that little reassurance. Oh yeah. This is why I keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, and I love to hear that. Oh my goodness. I tell you what, Tracy Lynn, first of all, I've had a wonderful time with you on the episode today. Thank Before you. we hop off, is there anyone or I guess anyone that you'd like to give a shout out to, or is there anything else that you'd like to promote? I know that we talked about your new single and, and some shows that you have coming up, but yeah, feel free. This is your time to just kind of, you know, shout out whatever you need. <laughs> I would say anybody watching, you guys give me a follow on social media, uh, follow on Spotify. My Spotify is Tracy Lynn, all one word. It's not a Perfect. double name, but it's all one word. 
Um, And then all of my social media is the same, the same username across all platforms is Tracy Lynn Music. So give me a follow (laughs) on there. And then I'm pretty, very active. So I'll keep you all up to date with everything I have coming. And we'll go on the journey together. That's awesome. Yes, I can't wait to follow along with you, too. Uh, You've made a brand new fan out of me today, so I'm so happy that I got to meet you. And, and yeah, this was a lot of fun. (laughs) Next time I won't be sitting on the floor of my house. I'll be at a table. And my dog and my cat can both be in the same room next time. Yeah, they'll they'll chill a little better next time. I love that, though. No way. That's so cute. All right, country music fans out there, thanks so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Coda Country Chats with Tracy Lynn. Thanks a lot. Y'all have a great day. Have a good one.